0: And today our program is called The Right Fit. Now, when I looked at the information for this program and looked at a little bit of what it was about, at first when I looked at the graphics for it, it looked like it was shoes and we were going to be trying to figure out what is the right shoe for us. But then as I delved deeper into the topic material, we realized it had a lot to do with exercise and what perfect months to start talking about exercise, but in April, especially as the weather is getting much nicer and we're all looking to lace up our sneakers, we should be going out there and doing the best that we can do to make ourselves the best that we can be. And sometimes that we look at exercising and we look at it like, oh, I just can't do that. I am not the runner. I am not the marathoner. I am not the Piyo person, which a lot of my team does, which I have no idea what it is. Pilates, I guess, and yoga, and I don't bend in those directions. So I know a lot of you out there feel the same way that I do. So I have with me today, Shannon Newman. Shannon Newman is our exercise phys- physiologist at our cardiac rehab department. She runs that program and does an amazing job. Thank you for joining Thanks. us. Shannon's been with us before, talking a lot about our cardiac rehab program. Yes. But I thought you were the perfect person, being an exercise physiologist, to talk to us about exercise and talk about what is the right fit for us in our day-to-day regimen. So welcome. Thank you. So help me. When you have someone that comes in, let's start with our cardiac patients because yes. cardiac. when you talk about cardiac patients, they may or may not have been individuals that have exercised before. Mm-hmm. So you have to customize a plan that will help them in their rehab, but also make them loyal to staying true to the program that you designed for them. Well, I think that's one of our strongest points
1: is that we try to make sure that everybody's program is individualized because the right fit is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not... Now, there's not one person that's the same. <clears throat> so even though some people may have the same goals, I want to lose weight, I want to increase my energy, I want to work on my strength. The way that you're going to attain those goals is going to be different for everybody, and that's one thing that you have to really pay attention to because this person has arthritis, this person has um, you know weak muscles, this person has a bad back, this person has a you know a tough hip or some tight muscles or a previous sports injury from when or military you know injury, mm. and. The those are things that you got to work on, and even starting an, an exercise program for just your generally healthy
0: population, those are things that everybody needs to think about. You know. So let's take a step back. Let's talk about an ex, being an exercise physiologist, and yes. when you went through your program mm-hmm. and, and your training, what are some of the things that you learned to help you find the right fit for your patients out there? What are some of the things in a program that you took that you feel helped you?
1: Um, well, you know, one of the major things, I think, is to look at everybody from scratch. Mm. <clears throat> you know, um, you learn from everybody. And every person that we bring into the program, I learn more. Um, everybody's going to have a different exercise response. Some people sweat. Some people don't. Um, some people will show with breathing. Some people will will not relay any type of shortness of right. breath. Right, right. Um, so you know, one of the things is to really kind of look at the person
0: and analyze them as they're exercising. Yeah, that's um, and that and and I'm sure you also have to look at how dedicated they're going to be too. Oh yeah, because we're all. I think we're all. It's all it's human nature. I mean, let's put it out there. It's all human nature. I mean, we mm-hmm. all say like, you know what? I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stay dedicated to it, and then we fall off the curve. How hardest, do you do that? How do you keep yourself on track? Yep, the
1: hardest thing is motivation, and that is one of the ways that during our like initial appointment with a patient, yes, we're looking at everything about their medical history and we're looking at their, um, you know, their strength or their orthopedics or anything else. But you know, the whole time that we're talking, we're analyzing them and we're saying, all right, how are we going to keep this person motivated? Mm-hmm. Because that is the hardest thing is to keep up motivation. You know, eventually people will get into the habit and hopefully be able to keep it, but you've gotta get through those
0: first couple months to create a habit. I think too, we start out so strong that's what I know I do yeah I start out really strong especially you know, if you if have you join a, a gym or something you know and, and I know the January is the biggest month for that right Oh, it is everybody joins a gym yep and then we all jump on the treadmill and you know we start to increase and then all of a sudden it's Valentine's Day and chocolates are coming around and we start slowing down or or it's Super Bowl Sunday and we we think we've killed ourselves yep. and, right? and on all the consistent gym
1: goers the mm-hmm. ones that are like always there year round. They hate the month of January because it gets (laughs) so crowded and everybody's on their machines and they're like, oh, I can't wait till these people drop off because they will.
0: So what do you think is the downfall? What is the thing that we do wrong when we do that? Is it not really working with a professional understanding what's right for us? Well, everybody usually starts off all
1: gung ho, you know, whether it's they're going on vacation or it's their New Year's resolution or the doctor said, hey, you have high cholesterol, you have Mm -hmm. high blood pressure. So people will join the gym for such a short period of time. But I think a lot of it is too, is that people feel they have to join a gym. And you don't. You don't. You really don't. There's a lot of things that you can do on your own. And a lot of times, unfortunately, the, the process of getting to the gym is sometimes a deterrent you know I just don't feel like going there I'm going to get stuck in traffic on my way there I, I, it's just uh, I don't feel like seeing her and you're tired
0: and you're tired <laughs> you
1: know yeah you've worked all or, day or, oh gosh that guy's going to be there at this time and he always takes my <laughs> machine and he's on there forever you know people think of the silliest reasons to bow out we rationalize oh yeah it's much <laughs> easier to talk yourself out of it than it is to talk yourself into it right um But I got to tell you, we have a lot of patients that come to the cardiac rehab and they're like, they'll tell us like, I don't like the process of getting to the cardiac rehab, but once they're there, they love it and they feel so much better after they feel so
0: much better. So what are some of the tricks that you use with your cardiac rehab patients that maybe will be tools for us? As we start a regimen of workout in the spring. One of the things
1: that I tell everybody is on your days where you're exhausted, where you feel like you have no energy, where you don't feel good, you know, you're just run down or stressed out or whatever it may be. Those are the most important days to exercise. Right. Because you will feel better. Believe it or not, and this is going to sound really strange, but if you have sinus congestion, the best way to clear sinus congestion is to exercise. Right, because you get everything moving. Exactly. Right. And, and, and you feel awful. You know, but you feel so much better afterwards. And usually once you're about 15 to 20 minutes into your workout, you'll notice that your sinuses will start to clear up. Your sinus headache will start to fall. You get the you blood know, flowing. Everything yep, moving. The circulation's moving. Your heart rate's up. Everything's moving faster. And, and you do actually feel better. But it's hard to get moving, especially
0: when you're sick. So... Do you recommend, because I think one of the things I personally do wrong, and so you know, I'm going to categorize a little bit the audience, and if you do want to call in, please feel free. We are taking callers 203-757-1320. We welcome your calls or questions for uh, Shannon Newman, our exercise physiologist, and we're talking about the right fit, finding the right exercise for you and help you stay um, dedicated to your fitness regimen. So one of the things, again, as I was saying that I think I do wrong, is I think that I go gung ho mm-hmm. meaning that you know when i get myself on that treadmill in the gym or i start using weights i do way too much in that first in those first few weeks and mm-hmm. i think is that what you see? That you know, patients don't take their times or oh, individuals yeah. and, don't take their times. And
1: people come in and they're like, No pain, no gain. Right. I, I, hate I hate that that I, I oh gosh, I absolutely hate that. You know, and that's not true. You know, you're gonna find that you're gonna have more success if you break yourself into it slowly. You because know, otherwise you're gonna burn out, you're gonna be sore you're, you are literally just gonna just get sick of it and just say I'm, I can't do this anymore, I can't keep up, I'm exhausted. you know the slower that you work into it, the more energy you're gonna have, the better you're gonna feel right. But you have to give your body the chance to adapt to what you're doing to it because and when you start an exercise program, you're shocking your body. You know, your body's gonna yell at you. It's like, whoa! What are you doing to right. me? Get out of here! Your like, muscles this. are gonna burn. They're gonna hurt. Yep, because with you know, with exercise, you're actually tearing your little little muscle fibers. And when the muscle fiber heals, you become stronger. Mm. So yes, you're actually putting these little micro tears in your muscles. That's why it hurts. Mm. <laughs> okay, but that's a good hurt. It's supposed to hurt. You know, it's called, actually, it's actually called delayed onset muscle soreness. That's why the day after you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do to myself? And you're walking like a duck. <laughs> you can't get out of
0: bed the yeah, next you can't,
1: morning. Yeah, you're gonna waddle around your house because so, you don't
0: want to bend anything. So when that happens and move. you're in that pain, move. Move. Because I think what we tend to do is they're like oh I better take a day off. No, move. Move. And so what get does your that muscles do? warm again. Get them warm get again. Get them flex, get them warm.
1: It's like an elastic band. If you stretch an elastic a cold elastic band, it's going to break. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, get your muscles warm, move a little bit and then stretch. So, is that what we that is probably what we all do wrong. In regards to we give ourselves that rest and mm-hmm. then we get injured. Yep you gotta you know and one thing that is really important is like I
1: said you never want to stretch a cold muscle so people walk into the gym or they say okay I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna go for a walk now and they stretch before they go and it's You're going to, again, stretching a cold elastic band, it's going to break. You know, you want to, your muscles are elastic, so start walking first or start on a a bike first or whatever your warm-up, just move a little bit in place, march in place, right? swing your arms back and forth, reach up to the ceiling, march, bring your, you know, try to get your knees up to your chin, like, just type of little movements like that to warm up first and then stretch. And then stretch. And you'll do much better. (laughs)
0: what you see in your day-to-day um, work is you see patients, again, with cardiac illness, but I know mm-hmm. so you also see patients that are on weight loss programs. Yes. What are some of the differences in what you do with a patient that is there for cardiac rehab versus a patient that is doing weight loss? Because I think the majority of us out there are always looking at weight loss. So yeah. what are the expectations of the patient going in there for weight loss? How's that program somewhat different? Well. The cardiac patients are, are on a heart monitor, so
1: we're watching their EKG and their you know the entire time. Um, the the other wellness patients, we do still check heart rates, we check blood pressures and everything else, but the approach to exercise is a little bit different, where. Um, with the cardiac patients, it's a little bit more of a, depending on what their diagnosis is, right. you know, if they had any type of open heart surgery, then we have to kind of err on the side of caution to make sure that they've healed correctly, right. where, um, you know, our weight loss patients, they're a little bit different. We can start off a little bit stronger and, um, and we can, you know, become a little bit more creative because we don't have the same precautions. Um, You know, once our cardiac patients have have been in our program for a while, then we have kind of actually the same approach because they're, for the most part, you know, at least sternum-wise, healed. Right. And so, you know, we can get creative. We, you know, we want to encompass all parts of exercise, the cardiovascular, the flexibility, the strength, the endurance, kind of all of your components. So, um, you know, we're doing bands and weights and
0: some of the patients use the physio balls and the BOSU balls. and So that's interesting. So let's, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's break that down a little bit. And I know we're going to be approaching a commercial pretty soon. So we'll start on it and then we'll come back to it. But you just mentioned a whole bunch of, of different things that you do with your patients. Mm-hmm. Different portions that you're trying to tone or or exercise or work with. So let's talk about that. What are some of the important things you feel should be components within an exercise program? So you said cardio, you said strength, you know, uh, you know, are those things you can only do at a gym or are those things that we can do on our own? You can do everything on your own. You do
1: not have to join a gym to be fit. So
0: when you talk about cardio, Yes. Let's talk about that. So Mm -hmm. what are some of the things you do in a gym for cardio? And how can we mimic that in our everyday life or in a regimen that doesn't include a gym?
1: Cardiovascular exercises... Um, Anything that's rhythmic in nature and continuous. So um, when you're doing like a resistance training, you do 10 and then you stop or, you know, however many reps you want to do. Cardiovascular is rhythmic in nature. So it's the walking. It's the riding the bike. It's the swimming. It's continuous. And anything from 20 to 60 minutes is considered heart healthy and heart strengthening. 20 to 60 minutes a day. Or at one three, continuous... Three to five times a week okay. is considered guidelines. Okay. Um, they always, you know, research has always suggested give yourself the day of rest. So if you do three I to like five that. times. <laughs> I'll go by that.
0: I'll take the day of rest.
1: You know, they, they really tell you, especially the, the people that are really kind of almost addicted to exercise, they'll try to go seven days a week and, and you're not really supposed to do that. You're supposed to reward yourself, give yourself the day of rest. So cardiovascular exercise is three to five times a week. You know, and that minimum. could be walking. Biking, ellipticals, swimming, swimming. golf. So, in a gym, golf doesn't count unless you're not taking the cart. But still, you're stopping.
0: You're stopping. You're stopping to hit the ball. You're stopping
1: to find your ball. That's true. Um, You know, it's not continuous. Unless you're running
0: after the ball, it's not continuous. But it's still not continuous. Still not continuous. So, it's a repetitive, continuous exercise. Mm -hmm. So, the rowing machines, the ellipticals, the stepping machines. So, those are all in the gym. So, outside in the Walking. Yep. Walking, running, swimming, mm-hmm. rowing, because you can row in a in a lake. But you know, walking is just one of those things, and and we'll come we'll come back because I know we have to take a break. So when we come back, I'm gonna talk a little bit about walking. Yeah. Because walking gets a bad rap. It does. And I think we need to talk about that. It's we'll underestimated. be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: It's springtime, a new season, and the perfect time to call on Newland Landscaping and Excavation for your landscaping and ground maintenance needs. Newland has offered quality services in Central Connecticut since 1995. They offer full tree services and removal, lot clearing and stumping, weekly grounds maintenance, plantings, weed control, and more. Their landscape design and construction services can give you the look you want including excavation, grading, retaining walls, corrective grading and draining, even dumpster rentals and parking lot maintenance. At Newland Landscaping, the customer always comes first, with attention to detail and pride in their work. Family owned and operated, contact Newland today at one 9 newland That's one 9 newland Call for your free estimate, 1-877-9-NEWLAND. On the web at newlandlandscaping.com. Newland Landscaping in Meredith. Attention all teenagers of the 1950s and 1960s. Pop, rock, and doo-wop live returns to the Warner Theater in Torrington for one night only Saturday, April 16th. Starring Charlie Thomas's Drifters.
1: This magic moment. Gary
2: U.S. Bonds.
1: I dance
2: And the happenings, Vito Pacone and the elegance, Emil Stucchio and the classics, and Barbara Harris and the toys. Tickets are on sale now for Pop, Rock, and Doo-Wop live April 16th at the Warner Theater. Call the box office at 860-489-7180 or visit warnertheater.org. Renovate, redecorate, or consolidate. Turn high-interest credit card debt into one low monthly payment with a fixed-rate home equity line of credit from Savings Bank of Danbury. The equity in your home could be money in the bank with a great rate and easy access to your funds. Visit any Savings Bank of Danbury office, apply online at sbdanbury.com, or call 844-SBD-BANK. Savings Bank of Danbury, Connecticut's local bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Back, everyone. Robin Sills, medically speaking, in the morning, sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network, and we are medically speaking this morning about the right fit. What is the right exercise for me in this springtime that's approaching us? As soon as the cold goes Where? away, I know. I believe it's spring. I see stuff popping out of the ground. That's what the calendar. It's, tells make, us. it's telling me it's spring. <laughs> it's telling me, and I'm believing that it's spring, even though I heard we're getting a few snowflakes the yet poor again. Flowers are so confused. I know they're very confused. I have a mud pit because. We just moved into a new property, so I'm jumping over rocks and mud right now. So I'm praying for better weather so they lay my grass out for me. So we're here today with Shannon Newman again, talking about the right fit. And we do have um good eight or nine minutes left. So if you want to call in, 203 talk about any uh, concerns you might have regarding exercise. And Shannon and I, when we left each other, we left talking about walking because I think that is the one exercise that, people can do, of course, in the gym on a treadmill, but they can do it on the outside. and do it on their own and do it and work it into their lives. I know for me, especially now moving into a new community, walking is phenomenal. It's a safe community. It's a community with sidewalks. I can walk my dog and there's all the dogs are on leashes and there's little hills and ups and downs and I love it and I can walk for the longest period of time and it energizes me. But Mm -hmm. I think walking in your neighborhood is so important. I think it's one of the best things you can do. But then I have had trainers tell me, they call it a walk to nowhere and I'm not mentioning you, Chris from the Y tell me that all the time so the walk to nowhere wa- I, I mean walking is good
1: walking is good for you um, especially if you have any type of problems with any with, with impact yes. people that have knees and hips and backs and things like that um, you know
0: you can't run it's going to hurt you but know. you can build up your you, can. you build up you know your exertion mm-hmm. you know and just build up how, what you're doing yeah. and how fast you're going.
1: When you're walking, a really good thing is to find something that motivates you. Mm. okay? Um, for instance, there's a lot of good new technology that's out there. Um, your phones, there's a lot of apps, mm. something that can maintain your heart rate so you can keep an eye on your heart rate. I mean the heart rate can be incredibly motivating. So if you have something that keeps your heart rate that tells you, it doesn't allow you to slack off because it'll beep obnoxiously to you until you speed up and get your heart rate up. Right. Um, You know, so like one of the things is you could, you know, calculate your target heart rate. It's a very simple formula. You just take the number 220, subtract your age, and then you're going to multiply that number by 60%. And then also again by 80%. And the That gives you the heart rate. That's going to give you your target heart rate range. All right. Can you say that again? Yep. It's 220. Right. Minus your age. Minus my age. Okay. And then that number that you get multiply by 60%. Okay. And then again, multiply that number by 80%. And that's going to give you your target heart rate range. Why
0: do I have to do math? But I'm going to make you write this down for me. <laughs> but but that's interesting. That because I always wondered how I got my target heart rate. Mm-hmm. So that's great information. So use that. That's the
1: simplest way to target. You know, to 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 figure out your target heart rate. Right. Now, certain medications are going to mess with that. Okay. A lot of blood pressure medications are going to try to keep your heart rate lower. So if you're taking um, a blood pressure medication, it, it might you might find it more challenging to get up into that range. But be aware of that. Know, hey, I'm on blood pressure medicine, so I probably won't get there. But it's still motivating. It's still. You know, last time I exercised, I was 88. Well, you know what? I'm going to work harder today, and I'm going to get into the 90s. Right. So you can use that as a type of force yourself to walk, you know, play the game. Um, When I walk, I like to play games with myself. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to pick that blue house on the corner, and until I get to the next yellow house, I'm going to walk as fast as I possibly can for that short period of time. Right. So it's kind of like an interval thing. And then for the next three houses, I can slow down for a little bit. And then I'm going to walk faster for the next you know, eight or nine houses and you can kind of make Set it yourself fun. some
0: goals and, and make it fun, make it fun for An- yourself. Another thing too, I, and you know, with treadmills, you can do the incline. Well, you can do that easily in neighborhoods or walking especially around just. here. Oh, absolutely. If you live in Waterbury, <laughs> yeah, there's a hill everywhere. <laughs> or last night when I went to uh, Grand Oak Villa and I had a part up- Park up on the hill because there was no more parking. I'm like, oh, I got my exercise today. Yeah, it's so important, you know. We, and when you go shopping or go the malls, they always say park the furthest away. And I know at nighttime uh-huh. that's not always a smart thing to do. Right. But during the daytime, absolutely park as far as you can. Yep. And then even when you're on a
1: treadmill, if you have one at home or if you're using it at the gym, you know it's good to to mix up to to give yourself some intervals. So if you're walking, let's say at three miles an hour, every once in a while increase your incline, then right. put your incline back down. So maybe start it zero, go up to two, go back down to zero, then go up to four, then go back down, go to one, mix it up. Kind of mimic the hills that are around here. So that way when you go out for your walk, you know, you're a little bit more you know used to the terrain right and and the up and the down and the you know and the different terrain that we have and
0: you know when you start on these regimens in the spring it's great because the weather is so nice mm-hmm. and then when as it, as the winter does set in which it does i think that's when we tend to fall back and you know that may be the opportune time for for you to utilize like our Y's, which are great mm-hmm. you know the YMC here in greater ca here in greater waterbury is incredible and we have so many in the surrounding towns that do provide you know at A lower cost, the ability to utilize some of the equipment, but if you get yourself in shape during the summer, the the spring, and the summer and the fall, that maybe when you go back, you know, to the gym during the winter time, and people need to check their insurances Mm.
1: because a lot of people don't and they don't realize that their insurance will cover a fitness facility, Um, especially if you're part of silver sneakers or. Just in general, a lot of insurances are now jumping on the wellness initiative and they're going to pay for you or part of you to join some type of wellness or
0: fitness facility. That's great information. We have a couple of things I want to Uh educate um, the community on a little bit. They're kind of like our tips about don't forget. Don't forget when you're choosing the right fitness program. Just because this is a half hour show and we go really quick here. So Mm. we want to make sure we get everything out to you. So one of the things that... um, I've seen, and I think it's so important, and you and I have talked about it, is to be sure you discuss your routine with a physician before you start. Absolutely. You need to make sure that your physician feels that you'll be
1: safe, especially if you're going to be exercising on your own, if you're going to be on like the Wilkitt Trail, or if you're going to be exercising somewhere where there's nobody with you, um, make sure that your physician has at least cleared you to be able to do that.
0: And you, know, you somewhat talked about that a bit. It's so important to be working with your physician on a weight loss, weight management, cardiac, mm-hmm. whatever Whatever your health care need is, and whatever wherever you are, making sure they're aware of what you're doing.
1: Right, and make sure that no matter where you are and what you're doing, you have some type of water with you, mm-hmm. because if you get dehydrated, you could find yourself in trouble. And that affects your muscles. It too. does, and it's going to affect your muscles. You. Yep. cramp up, right? It if can you're affect your electrolytes. You can get lightheaded
0: or dizzy, or and some people don't eat before they work out, which is not always smart. It's always good to have a little snack, right? You know,
1: it it depends. Depends, you know. Well, I always like to put you food don't in there wanna, whenever I can. So <laughs> I mean, you don't want to necessarily eat too much and then you can't move and your right. stomach cramps right. Right. and God forbid you're on a on a far walk and then you have to go to the bathroom. bathroom or, you it, do it.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: absolutely. You know, so so
0: if you're going to eat something beforehand, make sure it's nice and light. Nice and light. Um, quickly going through a few of the others. Take your time. I think we talked about this a little bit and that had to do with, you know, taking your time. And work yourself into st- work it. Work yourself into it. Absolutely. Let your
1: body get the chance to keep up with the changes that you're making and then you'll be much more successful. So work into it. Don't just start off going crazy. Yeah, don't start off Gangbusters and then. Yeah. And on a low note because you can't keep up you're with You're going to, f- unfortunately, you're setting yourself up for failure. And what about
0: listening to your body.
1: Your body is going to tell you everything that you need to know. So if you feel lightheaded, if you feel dizzy, if you can't pass the almighty talk test, I'm a huge fan of that. You have to be able to say five words in a row out loud. If you can't say, for instance, Mary had a little lamb, you're working too hard, you got to tone it down. Hmm. Pay attention to your breathing. If you find that you're getting short of breath or you're, you know, wheezing as you're walking or doing whatever you're doing, you know, you got to stop. If you were sweating and all of a sudden you stop. sweating, sweating but you haven't decreased your intensity that's a big thing too. Watch your skin color make wow. sure that you're not you know bright, 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 bright red because um, your body's going to tell you how hard you're working. If you find that everything's cramping you up,
0: know yourself. stop you gotta know yourself, don't yep. push yourself to Absolutely. the point. couple of last couple of things, be creative don't let yourself get bored right. You know. Um,
1: mix it up don't do the same thing every day um, add some therabands into it. They're cheap. You can get a set of three of them for ten bucks at Target or Walmart or, you know, any of the stores around here. Um, you know, add some physio ball into it. If you sit on the physio ball and just bounce while you're watching TV, you're gonna burn a whole lot of calories. I know. I got to get one of those. Um, I
0: need to get one of those balls.
1: Yeah, they're incredible. You know, you. Is that a
0: yoga ball. Yeah, the yeah, big, the balls. big,
1: you know, exercise balls. Um, you know, let yourself have
0: fun make it fun you know mix it up challenge yourself and what about ask for help I think that's so important because I think we got to try to figure it out for ourselves and that's not always the right way yeah it's you know what if, if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to
1: ask. Don't ask Dr. Google either, because <laughs> Dr. Google doesn't always have the right answers, you know. So ask a professional, ask your doctor. They can at least, you know, hook you up with somebody. You know, um, we have a lot of patients that have left in the past that come back to ask us questions. We were just
0: talking about that, <laughs> you know, and Johnny and just mentioned that. Now, Johnny's a former cardiac patient, and he says, can I come back? Yes. And yes, you can. You can always come back yeah. to the
1: cardiac rehab department if you were a cardiac Yep. patient always find out the answer before you make up the answer
0: so now our cardiac rehab department yes is at st mary's hospital mm-hmm. and for patient people have questions they can call I'm oh sure. yes they can always call us 203 709 6202 yes i got that See, I dialed it this morning, so it stayed there. <laughs> so Shannon, thank you so much thank for you. joining us today. And thank you so much for taking our cardiac rehab program at St. Mary's and our wellness program at St. Mary's and taking it to another level. Oh, we're, we're having a good time. put together we're a bariatric wellness program that is bar none one of the best. And so we thank you for your guidance. And thank I want to thank everyone for joining us here today. And I want to remind you that we will be here on Wednesday evening, this coming Wednesday, and we will have with us uh, Dr. Prasad Soretti who is a plastic surgeon here in the greater Waterbury area. He will be talking to us about body contouring, and we will be here Wednesday from 6 to 7. And also, we look forward to seeing all of you um, at our Sparkle event, May 11th, which will be held at the AquaTurf Club in Southington this year from 5 to 9 p.m. And the cost is only $10. And registration is on our website at stmh.org. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Remember, St. Mary's Hospital, exceptional care, every patient, every day. Have a great weekend. Again.